Welcome to the latest episode of the Fade You podcast. We are recording on Wednesday, October 11th, and today we are previewing NFL Week 6 already as we get to get, we get near mid-October. Matt here with Kmart, with Joe, with Chris Duke, and thanks everybody for joining us. Uh, get our YouTube link on the Twitter bio at Fade You Sports. We are going to make sure we get all our shows on YouTube. Uh, once I have, you know, I'm just so tired from grading papers all the time. I'm just so exhausted <laughs> and tired from grading papers. So once that's done, I will figure out a way to get all our shows on the YouTube channel. So make sure you uh, get on there and subscribe to that and, and like our videos. We would appreciate that very much. So, all right, dads, let's get into uh, NFL week six. How's everybody doing? Kmart is home alone with the baby. The hell are you tomorrow, gonna do with starting yourself? tomorrow? The wife's still here. We're gonna we're gonna go out to dinner after this, and yeah, then Todd's actually picking her up for the airport in the morning because it's super early and the baby will be asleep. So yeah, looking looking forward to some nights alone, watching football, eating things. I don't know. I want to get some wings, get fat. God forbid you have a beer or two. I don't know what those are, Joe. I only drink <laughs> vodka. <laughs> Okay, point taken. <laughs> All right, well, I'm excited for you, Dad, to, to be alone with the baby. That'll be, be some Thank good uh, some good bonding time for you yeah. guys. Yeah, it should be. Joe, how are you doing? You want to plug ham and cheese? How You guys are four episodes in now. How's that been going? It's been going great, man. We just got a, sp- a sponsorship for the show, selling some hats and bullshit uh yeah dude it's been good it's been good growing fast uh just you know joey joey and i or aka cheese we vibe well so it's been good excellent everybody should check that out we'll make sure we get those loaded to the youtube channel as well chris duke how you doing today dad nice four and one last week father father beautiful day can't complain you know early october I'm sad that it's like going to start getting darker earlier because, you know, love my afternoon golf and up until 6, 7 o'clock in the evening. You know, Joe and I would catch some Friday. But, you know, it's that time of year. So, it's the, fine. The at least we don't roll the coming. clock back, right? Uh, we do I think in, in November. Yeah, like a few weeks. I thought we, I thought we nixed that shit. <laughs> no. I wish. Arizona. Think the I think the props are to give the state the ability to nix it, and I oh, don't think we and, I don't think we want to give the state government it. more power. Yeah, I don't think we're we're quite ready for that yet. So yeah. Anyways, irregard. That's another that's another argument for another day. So all right, I want to start with this because here's when I think about the NFL right now. I keep coming back to, I watch the 49ers on Sunday night football. Pretty much, no argument, best team in the NFL right now. I think that's pretty widely agreed upon. And they beat the absolute fuck out of the Dallas Cowboys, who's probably like a 
top five, six team in the league. So if there's much of a gap between the best team and like fifth or sixth best team, then what in the fuck is the gap between the best team and the worst teams? And you're looking around the league right now and you're seeing not bad football. You're seeing incompetent football a month and a half into the season. And Chris, I want to start with you because you have a soft spot in your cold black heart for scum, for poop. What do you have to say for these teams that can't play a competitive 60 minutes, can't get first downs? It's bad out there, Dad. What do you have to say for the, for the worst teams in the league right now? Are we just ignoring those altogether? Or is there any value in looking at these sides? Yeah, Matt, you're the one that that played one of those scum. Uh, was it last week? Yeah, you took the, the 10 with the, uh, with the <laughs> yeah. Panthers. So uh, yeah, that was my fun. partner and I, Freck and I, have kind of avoided those big spreads. You know, we, we didn't mess with the stupid Giants against the Niners when it was 14 or 15. We've just been kind of standing in that middle, that five, six, seven, dead number of five, and it's it's been so-so. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, look at tomorrow night. So the Broncos were getting destroyed by the Bears all game until the comeback. The Bears were catching 13 in KC, got absolutely demolished. But yet this game tomorrow night's 10 and a half, 11. You're telling me that the Broncos are, are two, three points better than the Broncos or uh, – than the Bears, who they were just playing with neck and neck. What is it? Is two or three points worth it just because it's a division rival? I don't know. It's disgusting. I'm probably going to have to hold my nose and do it tomorrow because we love our our double-digit road division doggies. But I don't know, Matt. It's a great question because the scum has just been getting absolutely blitzed. And the Panthers, again, are, are in the same position as the Giants last week, catching almost. You look at the Panthers catching. Are we at 13 and a half there? I think we're 13 and a half. 13 and a half. The, the God forsaken New York Giants catching 14 on Sunday Night Football. I know we all can't wait to watch that in Buffalo. I mean, it, it's it's brutal out there right now. I mean, Joe, when you just assess this NFL landscape, I mean, you got all these, these shit teams. You got this massive middle where it seems like a bunch of teams are kind of the same, and then you have just a few good teams, and that's about it. What stands out when you survey all this? Uh, the fact that the squares are cashing a lot of tickets right now. I, saw, I read something on Twitter. It was like teams getting over 50% of the tickets are 62% ATS, which means all the square motherfuckers out there so far have been building their bankroll, and we'll see what happens here. It better change quick, otherwise we're all going to be poor. It's interesting you say that because this season, I've really tried to put a lot of that off to the side this year. Like, who's who's Den on? Who's Trent on? Who are the squares on? I, I've ignored that more this season than I have any other season. Like, I said... I was on Miami last week because I look, I use my eyeballs and I watch the teams play and I say, okay, I have Miami who can score touchdowns and get 25 yards whenever they want to. And I have the New York football giants who can't get first downs, can't block, allow 11 sacks to Seattle. And I see 90% of the tickets on Miami. And that's not going to, I'm not going to not do it because it's square or it's public. 
I know for me personally, I've ignored that and I've not let that influence the way that I'm handicapping games so far. And maybe you're right, Joe, maybe it will swing and maybe the, the sharps will start to take over the season. But uh, for now, the bet percentages people, I mean, sorry, the, the, the popular ones are hitting. I don't know what else to say. Kmart, yeah, you're, you're kind of. You, you, Joe ahead. touched on it the most last year with him and, uh, you know, Jared being so, you know, flexible with throwing in a couple faves and the dogs you have to. I mean, I know the Jets seem like kind of a square dog this week. You guys were like, what made you do it? Riley liked it. Hey, it ended up fucking hitting. You can't always, I mean, you know, you have to take the mindset. And Matt, I, I'm assuming you had the mindset. Look, if the fucking Giants beat me, then the Giants fucking beat me, right? You just have to live with yeah. it. You got to know it's a square play, whatever, so be it. I think it's the right side. I think they destroy him. And you have to do that. It's, it's going to happen weekly. We always know there's typically a dog or two that'll shock. And then there are those ones that are just going to fucking do what they're supposed to and handle business. And if you can pick those right ones, that's what, you know, being consistent, picking and in the contest, try to be three and two, stuff like that. And Kmart, I, I want to get you in on this too, because you sat here on last week's show and gave a great handicap for the Jets against the Broncos. And then when I'm putting the graphic together on Sunday morning, I'm like, all right, what's everybody on? And Kyle's like, yeah, I don't know if I'm going to do Jets anymore because it feels really trendy. And I'm like, fuck you. You <laughs> sat here on our pod last week and made the case for it. And now you're not even going to bet it yourself. So I had to give Kmart a little nudge. He ended, I think he ended up betting on I it. Ended up, he, I ended up playing it. You texted it's me crazy. later and you were like, thank yeah, you. That's you a bullshit for, ass. Like, the fuck we do here? Slapping me gonna... silly. I, 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 I give credit where it's due. I think so, I think Big Red for keeping me off his bills would have lost that one. Would have lost money to Chris. He wanted to bet me head to head on that. Um, but yeah, like you know, just I'm, uh, I'm literally removing people from Twitter because I'm just like there's just too much noise, and I'm getting probably where you were last year, where it didn't used to affect me. But I'm just seeing like too many people on this. You know, people I respect on opposite sides, and it's like fuck, like. You just got to, at the end of the day, you know, trust yourself and live with the outcome instead of worrying about what someone else is doing. Shit. Chris could, Chris could learn a lesson from that statement right there. I know. I think that's so well said. Honest to God, that's something I talk to my students about all the time. I'm like, you guys live in a time where there is so much information everywhere through the Internet. And at some point, you have to tune all of that out and critically think for yourself and not just not just fade the public and not just pick what someone else is on, like Kyle said. So I think it's we all it's challenging. It's hard to do that because you want to know, like you don't know if you're right. So you want to have someone else sort of confirm what you're thinking. And or you get FOMO. You just don't want to miss an easy winner. And, and then you end up just getting bankrolled yeah, it's funny as fuck because kelly sends us sometimes these little uh things that like DraftKings 99 they're all props 99 of the money's on over 62 and a half yards i think she sent us a, a million joe and i joke because like we fired a few and we're like we think we're owing fucking a million fading this you think oh it's got a hit right one time the public's gonna die but those props have just been cashing it's like you can't just it is what it is, you know. You got to trust those people. Suck, so they see free money, and it kind of was. So. 
Was, yeah. Wasn't one of those two, the Dak Prescott interception on Sunday Night Football, 99% on over for Same, him to throw an uh, interception? Daniel Jones throwing one, then DJ yeah. Moore over yards, and he had 850 yards in the first quarter. Florida so. over yards, he cashed it in one play. Just absolute yeah. horseshit. Yeah, it's just like, hey, free money here, guy, apparently. Yeah. Well, that and to your point, Matt, too, like you got to remember, like you could find a trend for any fucking thing you want to bet on the board. It doesn't matter what side you're on. So just be smart enough to pick and choose what side you want to be on and and live with the consequences. Because I mean, we're we know we're dumb. So (laughs) self-awareness is a good thing. Self-awareness is a good thing. And you're you're never going to out information the books like you just. Always remind yourself you are not as smart as the people who are making the lines and uh, and are are making money off of our dumbasses for a living. So that's a that's a good reminder. All right, let's get into some picks. Chris, you went four and one last week. We got a lot of scum on the board this week. Where do you want to go with one of your picks? I'm gonna go with uh, nice. Yeah, might as well crack a cold one, Matthew. Uh, I'm going to go with, uh, I kind of feel like I, I like, I got the vibe, you know, we always talk about, man, we can't figure this fucking team out. Um, it's nice to have, have a team where you've kind of rode them and then you faded them. Uh, and I feel like that's a team that we've done that with, with the uh, Falcons the last couple of weeks. And I just think, I think they're, uh, they're, they laid a couple points or one and a half against um, you know, we got that lucky W, Matt, you and I against Houston. That was lucky. They, they last second yeah. kick with Koo. And I just Coup, think baby. a little inflated after how disgusting the commanders looked um, on Thursday night against the Bears getting their asses kicked. I like them as a short uh, little road dog there. Uh, would love the plus three. I think it's sitting at two and a half right now, but I don't think the commanders are as bad as uh, – they looked. We obviously know they're they're pretty competitive. They almost, you know, Riverboat Ron is not Riverboat Ron anymore. More like fucking conservative puss Ron. I don't know why I didn't go for two, but uh, yeah, I think that they they are feisty. I I know Ritter's never lost a fucking home game at Cincy or Falcons, and that's why I was partly we rode him last week. We know he'd come back at home, and he had a pretty decent performance. But hopefully, the Commanders can get to him. This Sunday, there's yeah. one of those trends that Joe likes, right? Like, like if you're a, if you're wanting the Falcons this week, you're going to default to well, never Ritter's never lost a game at home. Isn't that kind of your point? That Joe? It's quite just... literally the dumbest fucking trend in the history of the world. It's like either this guy is is literally the best quarterback in the history of the world and will never lose at home, or he's like every other goddamn quarterback and he's going to lose whatever percentage of games at home, which is what's going to fucking happen. I don't know about this week, but I'm just saying long term. It'd be stupid to use that trend over one week. I like uh, in the chat there, I like dipshit Ron. Thanks, Chris. That's my brother chiming in with dipshit Ron. Speaking of I mean, dipshits, what, what, what about Arizona's coach Saturday night not going for two? That's, like, that was my thought, too. I said Riverboat Ron and Jed Fish. Yeah. Oh, man, that was so unreal. Dumb. Unreal yeah. the badge that we saw last week. Yeah, like twenty-one well, point dogs. The fuck? What do you have to lose? Gives a shit. Yeah, yeah. Especially when you're one overtime away from being forced to go. It's like, what's the difference? I don't know if this is true, but I heard that he may not have known the overtime rules. 
Yeah, because didn't he, he yeah. sent out his kicker or whatever? So he, he yeah, didn't want. yeah. Well, then he pro- he's probably a USC fan because everyone behind me didn't know the rules either, and I just kept yelling how stupid they are and to go home. <laughs> USC fans, stupid? No way. Yeah, they're the worst no fan. Way. I hate them. <laughs> All right, let's get back to this Washington pick because this is pretty much a textbook. Chris Duke take a team that got shit blasted last week by a team that everyone agreed was horrible and arguably the worst team in the league. And Chris is going to go right back on them the following week on the road. Joe, what do you think of this one? Um, I don't have a huge opinion. I mean, I lean the same side as Chris. Um, what kind of scares me is there's a shitload of tickets on the Falcons too. That line went from three and a half to two and a half. So it's a little scary. I don't like that movement, but you know, catching less than, is it two and a half now? Right. Or what is yeah. it in the contest? Do we know? Uh, we'll know tomorrow morning. I, I assume oh, it's going to be two and a half. Yeah, I would lean Chris aside for sure. Um, yeah, team just got smoked. Uh, two shit quarterbacks. Take the one at home, right, that never loses. <laughs> Chris, how about just a, a quick note on that line move? So, like, I know you – but most people would see if that line, if they're not going to get the three or three and a half, they'll just not bet it. But you actually probably like it better because it's under three, right? That's, do you want to say why that is? Yeah. I mean, I, last year, I don't know how much how advantageous that was in the contest. I know, you know, Vegas does it like, and Joe mentioned too, like sometimes, or I think it was Kmart too, one time when the, the Bengals were, it didn't work out, but the, the line, there was a ton of action on the Ravens, right? But they didn't come off three and a half. You're thinking, why isn't it coming down to three? But, you know, you just think the books are taking a stand, even though, you know, they're getting, I'm seeing more split action. But if the line, like Joe said, if it came down a hair, that means maybe there's a little bit more money. I know I heard a few, Simon Hunter said he talked to a few of his professional sharp guys. They, they like that spot too. So, We'll see. Yeah, it just means the books, you know, they're like, they're not afraid to not give the three. They're letting kind of tell people, go ahead, lay less. All they got to do is win by a field goal, right? So I tend right. to like that. <clears throat> All right. So Chris is going on the uh, the Washington football group, Commanders, Redskins, whatever the fuck you want to call them. Sam Howell, good luck with that. Joe, let's get you in here for a pick. I, you were here with us last week. Jared, unfortunately, gave out Chris's Rams, which was a loser. So Jared was benched this week. Joe's back. So Joe, what are you guys uh, looking at? I mean, our whole contest is a loser right now. It's a full fade. <laughs> if anybody was wondering, just like I predicted it would be before the season. But uh, yeah, we're gonna. For me, uh, the snap call Cowboys. Uh, they're against the Chargers on Monday Night Football. Cowboys coming off an embarrassing L. Hopefully they stayed in the West Coast. Now they're going to go down to L.A., play a home game against the Chargers. You know, that's going to be 85% Cowboys fans laying the small number, too, I think, as road dogs or road faves here. I think I think Cowboys exponentially better defense, and the Cowboys have proven they can play from the front. If they can get a lead, I think they run away with this thing, not by, like, a touchdown, but they're going to, you know, I, I trust Staley to do stupid shit and uh, the Cowboys defense to shut him down. This is a, a tough one for me and my group. So we've kind of simplified this. And our, our initial approach to these matchups is, all right, does one side have a clown and does the other side not have a clown? 
because there's a lot of clowns in the NFL these days. And so this is a tough one for me when you have Mike McCarthy and Dak Prescott, who are clowns, against Brandon Staley, who is also a clown. So I don't have a great read on this one. I do think it's a good point to not downgrade Dallas too much after they just match up poorly with San Francisco. I mean, we've seen that for three years in a row now. Kmart, you watched the the Cowboys get the shit kicked out of them Sunday night. Do you think Joe's on to something here going back on them after that Niner game? Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, it crossed my mind too for the exact same reason, but he's better at it than I am. I just, I just can't cheer for the Cowboys. Like I, I won't bet it because I, I will be cheering for the chargers because I want to see this team go to three and three and call for Dak. Like, I mean, Mike McCarthy's got to go like last year. I mean, he's, I think he's clearly holding this team back too, just as much as Dak, but it's for a good football team. They're not that good. Like it's, it was quite humbling even as a fan to just watch that. Like, yeah, we had some breaks go our way, some things, this and that, but I mean, I was text. I think I texted Joe when it was seven nothing. I was like, "Dude, I think this is going to be a blowout." You know, you could just see it in the first three drives of each team. It's like I don't, unless Purdy gets hurt or there's a big turnover swing. Don't say that. I don't see that happening. That was last game. I'm not talking about the future. Hey, you did get some. Uh, you got a, a lot of Sam Darnold action in that game. Dude, that being- and you know what's funny? I'm watching him, and I'm like, man, he doesn't look. It doesn't look right. Bring back Purdy. I don't like this. He, he's just he's so damn big. I like I like Purdy. I, I can relate to him more. He's about my size. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. Um, what was I going to ask Chris about this Cowboy game? Yeah. Um, this too for me is just a big fade on the Chargers because they haven't done dick this season. They've beaten the shitty ass Vikings and the shitty ass Raiders. They lost to the Titans, and they gave approximately 1 billion yards to the Dolphins, which, I mean, everybody else has. But their defense is fucking horrible. So I'm thinking that the Cowboys are going to score enough and then shut them down on on offense to to be able to cover that spread. I mean, I think, honestly, I I I think it's too low. I think it should be Cowboys minus three. So I hear you, Joe, and I I think you're – I think it's fair to question the Chargers. But one of the reasons I was on the Niners last week is because look who else Dallas is. Dallas has played Daniel Jones in week one, Zach Wilson in week two, Josh Dobbs in Arizona in week three, and they lost to them. And then they played um, fucking Mac Jones and the Patriots in week four. So once they play a real fucking good team, they get they get absolutely dismantled. So I think it's fair to question the Chargers and their resume, but I think you also have to question, to Kyle's point, like how good is Dallas actually? I don't don't think they're top five or six team like you said, Matt. I I put them closer to ten or worse, but I don't know. Yeah, we can't do one of those games. Remember that game that week with Vikings and Chargers, and we said that I, that was one where like, who the fuck? What are you gonna get out of this bullshit? This is one of those ones too. It's kind of funny. It's on Monday Night Football. I don't know. I mean, Mister uh, Guy that rhymes with fucking Hen is gonna get me on this game, and that's about <laughs> it. <laughs> oh God, you're still doing that. Um, 
I like what what my brother said in the comments that that Kellen Moore takes a shit on McCarthy after the game. I don't know if that's actually going to happen, but <laughs> hey, we we saw the Hackett revenge thing last week. Like that clearly mattered to the Jets, right? Like that that was something that motivated them. Like they made Hackett a captain. Robert Sala goes up to Sean Payton after the game and says, "Stay humble." I mean, that was just phenomenal from the Jets. And so Kellen Moore gets dismissed by McCarthy in Dallas because McCarthy thinks he can do it better himself. I don't know. Maybe that is something that the Chargers can kind of rally around this guy. Is that going to matter? I have no idea. But it is an interesting one worth pointing out. Can't you just see the Chargers being up by like three on their own 25 and then going forward on fourth and one with like a minute and a half left, not getting it, and then Dallas scores a touchdown to cover the spread and win? A hundred percent. I could honestly, I could see both teams being in that scenario because they both, <laughs> I mean, they both find hilarious ways to blow games. So I think McCarthy's games. dumb, but he won't do stupid shit like that. Yeah, that he is. Knows, he knows Jerry Jones would fire. <laughs> Jerry Jones would fire his ass on the spot. I don't think he does stupid shit like like Staley. Yeah, Staley is, and he might be in a talk about. Tears of clowns. He might be in the worst coach in the in the NFL right now. I might put McDaniel over him for sure. Oh, yeah, Josh is Josh is having a rough time right now. Sick kick, six fifty (laughs) two kick. I mean, after the debacle a couple weeks ago about kicking a field goal down eight, and then to do that. And, and just do everything in your power to give the game to the other team. And the they just wouldn't take it. Yeah, I don't know. Wild. All right, Kmart, let's get you in here with a pick. <sighs> oh, boy. So I, I really got my eyes on uh, the London game. And wow. I know. Shocker. Um, so the Ravens are getting in early. I heard the I Titans are coming today. in Thursday. And we all know how well it came uh, for the Bills getting in there uh, super late to London with that time change. They looked like they were still asleep in the first half. So I'm really hoping this line comes back down towards three and a half. Um, I feel like I feel like anybody's majority is going to take Titans over a field goal. They just love Rabel and that defense. That's not the same defense as three years ago for whatever reason, but that's all I ever fucking hear. On the few podcasts I listen to, is all oh, variable in three and a half. Oh, that's a lock. They they're always in a field goal game. Um, I mean, I don't know how many of us watched that Raven Steelers game, Chris. Oh my God! Tip your hat to you, but I mean, I think we all know like the Ravens should have won that game by a by a fuck ton. Uh, seven to ten drops, depending on what you count. A couple of them touchdowns. So I think they're going to be focused and. Honestly, it probably doesn't even matter to three and a half or four. They should win this game by 10, but it would just make me feel more comfortable from a backdoor perspective um, to get a slightly better number. But that's that's where I'm really looking. That's where I kind of see the most, like the best angle edge so far. Yeah, Chris, how, what do you feel about this one? Because you were on Pittsburgh last week, and like Kyle said, hats off to you. You, you picked a winner. Although I'm not sure it should have been a winner. So if you're really honestly looking at that game and that result and how you handicapped that one, 
do you think Kyle's on to something? Is this just like the Ravens let one slip away? And so you want to be willing to go right back on them the next week? Yeah, I think someone said they had like 170 yards worth of drops and a couple touchdowns, like Kyle said. Yeah, I I don't know. This is one of the ones I don't know why, you know, obviously Freck and I played the Jags in the contest last year. I try to avoid the London games. I just thought it was a great spot after the destruction of Miami. This one, I'm just, you know, I feel like Kyle's right. I think it is kind of a, one of the more trendier dogs this week. Like, you know, that is a, a big thing. Vrabel as a dog, how good his record is and stuff like that. Uh, and, you know, and, and people saw, you know, Lamar kind of do what he did. I mean, throw that bad interception late, uh, you know, in the red zone and stuff like that. So, I don't know. I, I I probably lean Ravens, but this one I just uh, I know favorites do tend to do a little better over in in London. I think they're pretty good at least straight up wise over the last last five to ten years. So, but I'm not yeah, gonna. How'd that, how'd that work out for the Bills? Yeah, exactly. Of course, the the Jags did great the week before, destroyed Atlanta, and then the Bills get beat outright. So I, I'm not going to probably do anything with this unless you know unless my partner has is hell bent on on playing this game i'll probably stay away joe you got anything on this one london um yeah i'm on kyle's side i like the ravens uh i think the titans are kind of a square dog and i think everybody just remembers uh vrabel shutting down lamar in the playoffs so yeah, I mean, London games, crazy shit can happen. But like you said, I, th- I agree with everything that Kyle said. And then, like you said at the beginning, Matt, like sometimes you got to use your eyeballs rather than just look at all this other bullshit noise that's out there. All right. Uh, Chris, let, we get, let's do one more quicker round for, for maybe a few more. Chris, you got one more you got your eye on? I If you, yeah. if you say New England, I'm going to throw up in my mouth. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna push for it, but I won't give it out oh. on the pod just because I want to stay hot on the pod. I think it's four now the last few we've done, so let's just try to get a few more winners. I'm gonna go with my boy, and I'll say a shout out to Ham and Cheese, uh, A or B. I don't know who which one's which, but Joey Cheese East Coast Ham, uh, East Coast Cheesy is on his favorite is money line plus 140 obviously we're not going to money line for the contest we're going to take the three we wish it was three and a half i think the sharps nab that half point so it's sitting at three but my god i mean all this talk about the lions this week i mean follow the money talking about oh they're the they're the top three or four in the nfc now that dallas is trash it's, it's all about the eagles lions and niners um super bowl hopefuls blah 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 Huge road home splits and dome outside splits for Goff. I'm going to go ahead and fade him. Bucks are going to be fired up off the bye. And uh, I'm going to go with the home dogs. Go with my boy Cheese and take those Buccaneers. I'm glad this one got brought up. I think it's a really interesting game. Joe, you got any thoughts on, on Cheese's Buccaneers with the creamsicle? Jerseys this weekend? Yeah, based on just the jerseys, I'm I'm riding the Bucks. But no, yeah, I love that. Uh, I love that point that Goff outdoors. Um, I think hopefully the Bucks defense is healthy because last time we watched them, they fucking just it, it's just not as fun. But yeah, the splits are hot too on Lions Bucks. 
lot more money than tickets on the Bucks at home as a home dog. So, yeah, I mean, if that defense can play well and slow the Lions down, it'll be fine. Kmart, you got anything on this one? I mean, I definitely lean the Bucks side. Um, I just, I probably won't touch it. Like, I, I, I don't know. I need to kind of see more from both. Uh, like, aren't they both coming off buys? I mean, the Lions might have well, they might as well have no. had a bye last week. They played right. Carolina. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Forgot about that one. That was a yeah. They were in my sweetheart experience. teaser, and I forgot because it was such a cupcake. Um, but yeah. I don't know. I don't really have much. Like I, I kind of looked at it and was like, uh, I lean the Bucks. Lions tick back down to three. Like this morning, it was still three and a half. But I, I don't know. I, I think what Joe said that defense last time. I just, I, I just can't back them yet. And plus, Lions getting back Saint Brown. It's a, it's an interesting game because the Lions are off of three, three in a row blowout wins, I think. Carolina, I mean, I was on Carolina last week. That was fun. I think about after the third Panther fumble, I was like, okay, I think this is a loss. So I think the the Lions beat the shit out of the Panthers last week. They beat the shit out of the Packers in Green Bay the week before on Thursday night. And they played somebody else before that that they also, I think it was Atlanta. So three weeks in a row, the Lions have had pretty easy games it's, it, it reminds me a little bit of the Bills last week where the Bills were off of those three big blowout wins in a row over the Raiders and the Commanders and somebody else, and the Dolphins. And then they go to London and they do, they're totally flat and they lose to the Jags who also tried to make a bunch of mistakes in that game. So I think it's a similar spot here where you you have Detroit off of three kind of big wins for them. Everybody's Everybody is sucking them off right now. Chris is right. Like, Oh, Dallas lost, so maybe Detroit's the third best team in the NFC. Uh, you are here starting to hear a lot of that. And I mean, the Lions haven't gotten this much love in a long time. So Baker off a of bye. The Bucks been pretty feisty. Other than that Eagles game, the Bucks really haven't looked bad in any game. So I, I agree. I think they're certainly live here. Yeah, and there's quite a bit of a difference between the Eagles offense that absolutely pummeled the bucks and the lions offense yeah i think the lions offense is very good but i i just don't know that the lions are in this they're not in philly's class at least not yet no joe how about another you got another one that you want to give out that you're looking at um i don't mind being a homer and laying it with the niners make the like last week i said lay four lay seven lay nine ten fourteen whatever the fuck you want you're gonna win them all Said that about the Cowboys last week, but this one's square as shit. So I don't know if it'll probably it'll probably be a homer bet. Shout out Kyle, but um, yeah, or a perfect teaser leg, right? Just take that down, that, take that puppy down to zero. Start everything off hot Sunday morning. Chris, you, it sounds like you can't wait to tease Niners down. I'm gonna have Niners in all my teasers. Probably put Eagles in one of them, uh, and. Um, like we just said, probably Lions to plus three. There's no way they lose by more than a field goal. All right. Uh, Kmart yeah, Niners. This one's I weird guess. because of the quarterback thing. Everyone's saying yeah. like, if Watson starts, it's not. It's probably going to go back down closer to five, six range. And if he doesn't, it's going to go clear up towards seven and a half, eight. It's so weird. I, I don't know. I mean, I think the Browns' D is 
obviously they're extremely decent. Um, they should put more pressure than the Joseph Parsons and the Cowboys D line. I don't know. It's going to, like Kyle said, windy game. I don't know that AFC North, just like the Pittsburgh ugly game. Can they make it ugly, make it a little, you know, kind of like a 17, 14 type ugly game. We'll see. Who knows? Joe, could it be a flat spot for the Niners off of a blowout Sunday night football win? I mean, theoretically, yeah, but this Niner team sure as shit seems to be built a little bit different than most other teams in the NFL. If they wanted to, they could hand the ball off 45 times and probably beat 90% of the, the teams by a touchdown. So it's like, I don't know, man. And this defense is fucking, they're sick. So, you know, if the Browns don't get, if the Browns don't get more than 10 points, I don't think they're covering this spread. What do you think their team total is? Probably like what? 16 well, and a half game is right now as of Wednesday afternoon, 37. 30. Oh shit. So then what is that math on that? 20. I don't ask me to do math. Oh fuck. Um, so what is that? 23, 15. Yeah. So their, their team total is probably 16 and a half, maybe 15 and a half. Wow. I don't know. Either way, probably, uh, probably, four, probably 14 and a half or something. Yeah, I don't know, man. If, yeah, and the Browns, yeah, I don't know. It, it's a homer bet. I, I wouldn't play it other than based on I'm going to be rooting for the Niners. Yeah, we'll see if the contest, uh, when they lines come out Thursday morning, we'll see if they just leave it at seven, which is what it's at right now. Do they try to guess? Watson might play. They make it five, five and a half. Do they try to guess he's out? But how much is Watson truly moving a line? I mean, I'm not a big Watson fan, but I think over PJ Walker and DTR. Yeah. Damn. A broken Watson versus a DTR or a PJ Walker. PJ Walker covered a couple spreads for us. What is he? XFL? XFL legend PJ Walker? Yeah. Oh, he did it with the Panthers, didn't he? Or wasn't it the Panthers? What fucking yeah, team was Panthers? That? Yeah, he covered some spreads for us. When uh, either when way, Donald I don't like. Wasn't cutting it. I don't like his chances against the Niners' defense. No, I don't no. give a shit what the fucking weather is. Play it in a tornado. Yeah, we'll see. Kmart, you got anything on the Niners? I mean, I think we kind of covered it. No, I mean. <laughs> Purdy played at Iowa State, so, I mean, he's probably got some fair weather experience in him. Um, I mean, the only question mark, and I, I think they are going to be run heavy because his velocity obviously isn't, like, top in the NFL, so maybe he could throw some ducks in the wind. That would be my only angle to play the Browns, you know, with their defense to keep it close. But, like, I, I can still see the Niners just absolutely thrashing them with P.J. Walker. Like, I, I honestly think they'd be better off with Dorian in there. Like, I've seen enough of PJ, and he's not an NFL caliber backup. Well, is DTR? We don't know shit about him. Yeah, we don't know. I'd just rather give it to the rookie who looks like he can make a little bit more plays. To me, it's not worth getting cute and trying to pick the spot where the Niners are going to come back. You don't need to get cute and try to be on the Browns. No, not a time where you want to step no. in front of the Niners train well, right now. I mean, it's just, yeah. It, I mean, Joe, I think before he, you know, we're texting Sunday night, and I think before he, we probably both kind of forgot Watson, you know, out, not out, but he was thinking flat spot. And I mean, he basically relayed what I told him, told him, it's just like, 
I don't know. Like he said it perfectly. Like they're just built different offensively, defensively. They're a juggernaut. I mean, whatever my tweet was Sunday night in pure euphoria, like it's, it's, it's them and everybody else. Like they're, they're the top notch. Like even Philly, I wouldn't say is, is anywhere close. Just praying for health. I feel like in, in years past, this is like a home run spot, right? Blowout 42 to 10 win Browns 500 two and had some bad losses. It was three and a half, four and a half, which tends to be like a road bait line. And now it's shooting up with all this injury bullshit. I mean, home dog spot, but yeah, just maybe the Niners are just fucking like Matt likes to say, never lose again. They may never split. lose again. 15 straight regular season games. Yeah. And that's the one. And and if you bet it right now, you can get it under a touchdown. It's like, it's crazy. Yep. Uh, Kmart, you got one more. I know you talked about the London game. Any other ones that that have your attention that we haven't covered yet? Yeah. I'm kind of looking at those, those pesky jets again. Um, You know, it's kind of something I had my eye on. I think, you know, the Eagles covering last week against, against the lambs. A lot of people were on those guys thinking they're going to keep it close or even upset alert. I'm not going to say the Jets are going to upset them, but I think, I mean, this line's gone up to seven now. I do, I think the same thing last week. Wilson, I know is the donkey's defense, but I mean, you can see the confidence in him. That's, that's all he needed. It doesn't matter who it's against. It's still an NFL team. He's getting confidence. He's played better and better the last three weeks. Brees Hall's back to full speed. They have, a stout defense that I think can slow down this offense, maybe actually get them to not convert a fourth in a bush, a push, tush, tush, push. Um, and, and yeah, just, just make enough plays offensively. If they can convert in the red zone, I think they can easily cover that number. Um, and who knows, maybe, maybe Eagles are an upsetler because there's still secondary issues. Um, but I mean, my, my angle would be Brees Hall is healthy. If they can, keep that ball, give him the rock and, you know, time of possession with that defense. They're, they're going to be in a lot of ball games. I just can't get out of my mind. What happened at the end of the first half with Zach and the mismanagement of the clock and letting time expire, walking to the line of scrimmage, not getting a spike in, not getting a field goal attempt. This to me is clowns versus non-clowns. So I can't, I mean, the Jets have covered two in a row. I just, I can't get there and, and trust them to cover for a third straight week. Yeah, I just, no, I know. I, think like, this is I, I remember watching that. Just like, hey, like I get a second Lamar Jackson, you know, for the day. Cool. Like, and honestly, that at that point, happen. I was like, this is an L. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like his mistake was if they should have just ran a play. They ran out of time because he spiked it. If he would have just yeah, ran a play, it. you never know. Throws it, throws it in bounds short of the end zone with yeah, no, no timeouts. Like, terrible. what are you doing? Yeah. You just have to have more awareness than that. So, I don't know. You have a, a really elite team coming in. I think it's – Chris, you'd probably agree it's inflated. But, man, I just have this – I, I don't know if I'm willing to agree with Zach Wilson is growing in confidence. Not so sure. We'll see. Yeah, um, I don't know. I mean, the only 
good point is maybe that the Jets, I mean, the, the Eagles aren't that good and they haven't been really poor in the red zone. And that's where the, the Jets have kind of shined at stopping and holding people like they did even in the Dallas game with that offense. They held them to three a lot before the refs blew the whistle 5,000 fucking times on some ticky-tack bullshit. But, yeah, the it's Jets, I mean, NFL. they can keep them in games like we saw it against the Chiefs. That defense can step up even though they only scored 20 points. They, they cover. We'll see. One of these would be huge for the book if, if either the Jets or the, the Browns could win outright. Like Kmart said, I don't know if they'll actually do the upset, but that'll ruin all the teasers and the money line parlays and shit. We'll see which dog will bark. <clears throat> Matt, give us your one. You gave us Giants last week. That was a banger. Let's get your get, – I mean, uh, the I mean, Dolphins. I'm, give us a banger. I'm so tempted to just do Miami again. Like Carolina is so fucking terrible – and turns it over 10,000 times a game. It's just, it's it's such a horse and buggy offense that cannot put any drives together. And if Tua doesn't throw a 98-yard pick six last week, and they had two other fumbles, I think, Miami probably wins that game against the Giants 40-3. to And there's no, I, I, I cannot imagine Carolina keeping pace with Miami. I'm tempted to do that again. Uh, I'm tempted to fade the Giants again. Like the, the the guy the Giants injury report is staggering right now. A month and a half into the season, I mean Daniel Jones. It, it's either him with a fucked up neck or Tyrod Taylor against the Bills that just got that got their ass whipped in London. I mean, fuck these teams. What's kind are of so scary bad. though is the Bills lost Milano, so their defense has some questions. They lost ten thousand guys on defense. It's kind of like backdoor city there, maybe. Only if the Giants are capable of getting in the back door, which I need to see. I need I to see, see them actually yet. score an <laughs> offensive touchdown before I'm before I'm willing to, to be scared of them getting in the back door. Oh my god! Aren't they one of the the one three or four teams that hasn't even covered a spread yet? Correct, and I think Carolina is too. It's, yeah, <laughs> it's just it's just god awful football. No, it's so in all seriousness. Baby. The one that we didn't bring up, Chris, you and I texted about this. I'm kind of feeling the Colts. I think this is a classic. Jags were plus five last week, and now they were minus five this week. It's got hit down to minus four. Of course, Richardson's out. I think Minshew is a a very capable backup. By the way, Minshew revenge angle here, going back to Jacksonville with Minshew, the origin of Minshew mania. I just, I'm higher on the Colts than the market seems to be, than, than Vegas seems to be. I have no idea why the line moved toward Tennessee last week and it was clearly wrong and that the Colts took care of business at home, even with Richardson getting knocked out. So I see this as a, I mean, the Colts, they were right there with Jacksonville. I know the Jags ended up winning that game by like 10, but that's a false misleading final. I mean, Joe, you were on the Colts week one. That was a horrific bad beat. And so Colt cock, Chris, for your Colts win total over. I think they're live here against the Jags. We just played two games in London. Road division dog. Gotta like it. Yes, sir. All right. Good show, dads. We went over a lot of games. Um, four idiots recording Thursday afternoon. We're trying to figure that out. Hopefully tomorrow okay. at five, but I'll, uh, I'll make a post whenever we line that up. All right. Stay tuned for four idiots for the college preview. Uh, ham and cheese. Joe, are you guys set recording on Tuesdays now? Mondays or Tuesdays depends Mondays, on my, okay. my travel schedule. 
Okay, so ham and cheese earlier in the week and then the NFL preview on Wednesday. Make sure you're following us at Fade U Sports. Get on that YouTube. We'll get all the good stuff posted there. Chris, remind everybody sometimes what happens when you bet on poop. You might take Bryce Young or Daniel Jones and get a pick six and still take the L. This is Fade